Welcome to Yam Not Potatoes, a podcast about life as we currently know it by three search friends. This is Abby. Hello. Mireille. Hi. And me, Jing. So it's been a while since the pandemic started, and we've all been staying more grounded, literally, to one place than we would like. <laughs> so we thought it would be nice to imagine what it's like to travel again. Um, have you guys heard of this quote before? It's where somebody was asking this question: "What is your dream job?" And to which the person responded, "I do not dream of labor." Have you guys heard of that? No, but it's very oh, good. good. Yeah, okay. I think someone sent it to me on social media. I'm not sure if it's from. It sounded like it was from a like an old movie or something like that. It had like that texture to the sound, the audio quality, but mm. I couldn't find the original source, mm. like online. But um, if anyone knows, let us know. <laughs> so. Uh, let's forget about labor for a bit and dream about vacations. Um, okay, so if there was no pandemic, where would you guys like to go now for a vacation? If the world was our oyster, I know. <laughs> uh, I think I would want to go to an island because when we're recording this, um, Sunday is. Mid Autumn Festival, right? Is it mid? Yeah, it's Mid Autumn Festival. And I remember, like a couple of years ago, we went to the island and had mooncake near the water. Um, oh. So I've been thinking about islands a lot recently. And I'm not a beach person, but I guess there is something really nice about waves crashing mm. into rocks or sand. So I would like to go there. Um, yeah, I think where I live right now, I always hear police cars. So something that doesn't happen. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. And then on a more practical level, I want to go to New York, mainly because there's this mentaiko udon that is really, really good. Oh. It was. It's like creamy, but not dairy cream based. Ah. Mm. Oh, that sounds Continuing the that. ASMR from last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mireille? For me, I think I think I just want to go to Korea.、Um, like one of the biggest reasons why I was excited to come to Singapore was that I'd be very close to Korea because it'd just、mm-hmm. be a five-hour flight.、Um, but I haven't even gone, <laughs> and it's been、I、like、know. a year more than you finished、yeah. your master's. Yeah, so it's just like. I guess it would be vacation,、um, but it's more just like I just want to be in Korea.、Mm-hmm. Um, I guess also mostly for food as well. I think surprisingly, there's not a lot of good Korean food here, and I mean, and also there's just like food that you just can't find outside of the country. So I think it's just like thinking about all of that, just like ah,、oh, just five hours. <laughs> all the potential, but the inability to. Yeah, so far. Yeah. And I mean, even just like being able to travel to a neighboring country, like even Malaysia, I haven't even gone, and it's like、mm-hmm. an hour drive. Yeah, that's crazy. 
yeah. So I think for me, it's right now just like, let me just go somewhere because this country is too small <laughs> to be in for too long. <laughs> That's true. For me, I want to go hike some mountains. So recently, a friend in the UK went hiking at Snowdonia. I thought that was a cool name. I, I didn't know this place before, but it's somewhere in the UK. And then, so I subscribed to her newsletter. So I saw a lot of nice, like misty pictures of the mountains and lake. And she also wrote about her journey there. So it's like, oh, I want to be there too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it would be really nice to go up a mountain in Europe or anywhere, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought hiking and camping are would be really fun experiences to have with friends. Have you done either in Canada yet? Not in Canada, mm-hmm. unless you count like Evergreen Brickworks. I know there's a lot, a lot of there's a lot of nature in Canada, but I mm. need to find people who can drive. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. funny because you have your license. I need- <laughs> yeah, I um, should get my G two. <sighs> I should get, yeah. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> I feel like the both of you are water babies. Is that correct? Like, I feel like you both like beaches. Mm, yeah, um, I love water. I think, I think one of the expectations that I had when I came to Singapore, I mean, earlier, not this year, but when I came here to visit with you, Abby, um, was that the beach would be really great which is not. <laughs> um, that's why people go to Thailand and Indonesia for the beaches. Um, yeah, so I'm very sad that I have yet to go to a really nice beach. <laughs> I would love to go surfing somewhere mm. at some beach. Have you yeah. done surfing before? No, I've only um, done, um, I've only tried snowboarding. Oh, I haven't tried that. I imagine it requires similar muscle groups. <laughs> uh, surfing requires more arm muscles because you're riding the, like you're going oh, into, in more into the water. Yeah, so that's one thing I couldn't do when I when I learned surfing, which I it was just like a one like a one hour thing. Um, um, yeah, my arms were so weak. So my brother, who's eight years younger than me, he had to pull me. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I can't go. He's like, okay, I'll help you. That's so sweet. That's fine. Then what is um, everyone's favorite type of traveling? Like, Jin, you mentioned outdoorsy things. Here you mentioned cities and like beaches. What do you guys prefer? Or is it like a, you want to go to a place that has it all? I mean, it'd be great if there's a place that has it all, but I think <laughs> it's very rare. <laughs> um, I think for me, uh, an ideal or like a favorite kind of traveling would be with someone. Um, yeah, with like either a friend or my boyfriend or just like a group of friends. But I think it's also very important that 
um, like everyone is on the same, they, they all have same expectations in terms of what kind of traveling they want. Um, mm. For me, I'm the type of person who likes semi-planned trips. So it's like, yeah, let's get all the major things set, like accommodation, transportation, and like any major attractions that we want to go to. But I don't like being very strict with my itinerary. So it's like, you know, we have to get up at 8 a.m. and go to this place and at 4 p.m. go here and then 8 p.m. You know, it's like, oh, it just stresses oh, me no. out. Yeah. Um, so it's like, let's just take it slow. We'll like set a general timeline. If we can't make it to this place, it's fine. Like I need a more, like I need a plan, but also some like chill vibe. <laughs> yeah. Room for spontaneity. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. And it just tires you out if you keep like being very strict with what you plan to do um and for me i also prefer doing more local stuff uh, rather than tourist spots Mm. so it's like i don't need to see the statue of liberty up close it's like whatever i'll see it from manhattan um i'd rather spend the time like exploring just little neighborhoods like going to brooklyn like i think that's what i prefer more than like the empire state buildings like oh okay (laughs) like so interesting Mm. you know I think I agree with you on that. I think the only like, I find the one big tourist attraction that I always go to is um, aquariums. We always end up at aquariums at different cities. Um, But yeah, I think I'm also in the semi-planned boat where I like, I like pinpointing like the few spots that I want to go to within a trip. But then like, I like to. Also, I'm not that good at researching, so I kind of like tag along more. I'm more of the, I'll bring the fun, I'll bring the mood. <laughs> so like, oh, are you the charismatic person in the group? <laughs> yeah, the mood maker, if you will. Um, some people might call it dead weight, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, so I, I'm the type who goes by area. So I'll like plan out an area to go to and then like, like look within that area for things I want to do but generally I I like to do the same things I like to do in Toronto but in the other city locally so I like to see like some art go to some shops have a lot of coffee most of my trips have to do with food you know (laughs) like like the eating (laughs) yeah the eating the 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 what's it called window shopping right and then a bit of like sightseeing nature wise mm-hmm. yeah yeah but the one thing that because recently I went on a short trip and then the one thing I couldn't figure out if I liked is if I like having I don't know if I like being like all hands off no work you know like you like you like kiss your laptop goodbye and like just right. like frolic off into the land yeah. or if I like the check my emails a little bit in the morning, do a bit of work, go out sightsee and then come back to my laptop at night for a little bit more of work. Like, I don't know what my, I guess I don't know what kind of work-life balance I like when mm. on vacation. But that's not vacation if you're working. <laughs> yeah, we it's do true. not dream of labor. Oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. Then, well, whatever. I'm just... <laughs> yeah. Jing, how about you? I think I'm similar to both of you. Like if 
I, if I'm traveling with people, I like having the major like accommodation, transportation booked early and then do some research and kind of um, map out the places I'm interested in on like a map and then mm. discuss it with people I'm traveling with so that I can make sure everything, like everyone's happy with where we're going. I think I feel kind of, I get stressed when I'm traveling with too many people or if I'm mm. traveling with people who are like, who have different pace or interest because I tend to want to make everyone happy. Mm. Um, You're also the mood maker. <laughs> uh, I'm the itinerary checker. <laughs> no. She's the tour guide. She started yeah. this podcast doing um, <laughs> the, the airplane safety signs. <laughs> yes, we're taking off. But... I think I haven't really tried a lot of like nature-y stuff when it comes to travel. So that's something I really want to try. But I also don't know a lot of people who are into that kind of stuff. So if anyone knows a group I can join, <laughs> let me know. Also, if you can drive. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. Yeah. So now that we talked about how we like to travel, um, is there a city or a country um, that you really enjoy that you'd want to recommend it to people? Mm. Uh-huh. I'm, hmm. I feel like I'm sentimental for places my family are from or like places mm. where I develop some sort of relationship with. Like, like I don't want to live in New York in the future, but I do like it. Um, because I visited multiple times. Uh, so I, I don't know, this question's a bit hard for me. What about you two? For me, I would recommend Iceland. It's been my favorite um, so far um, out of all the places that I've been. And I think it, it was mostly because just what I saw in Iceland, just like the vastness of the landscape, um, which was something that you kind of just see in photos, but once you're really there and you're like surrounded by this landscape, you're like in awe at just how mm-hmm. vast it is. And also mm-hmm. just how like clean and fresh the air is. Um, and just there's no insects, which is like super great for me because <laughs> I hate insects. <laughs> um, and big like, yeah. And there's like sheeps grazing everywhere. It's so peaceful. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think for me, I recommend Iceland. I think it's a nice place to go, especially for people living in a city. Um, it's very calm. Um, yeah, it just kind of brings you to a whole different world, um, especially when you're in a city, because it's just so different, um, just what you see and experience. Yeah, mm. I think I would say Iceland. Mm. Mm. So for me, I uh, don't have a favorite place that popped up in my memory, but in my imagination, I think um, <laughs> somewhere with like equal parts nature and city or at least ex- access to both mm. um, would be a place that I would enjoy and recommend. 
and mm. like a place with different seasons because I grew up in like a tropical country so I think that's always kind of in my imagination a very romantic like exciting thing to mm-hmm. have and Asian food I can't le- live without Asian food <laughs> I agree that's one thing I would not recommend about Iceland if you need Asian food don't go to Iceland <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I imagine that I would really like Japan. I've been there once, um, but like when I was young, so I don't remember much. But um, yeah, they have like hot springs and mountains and also nice cities with really good infrastructure and the culture that I'm somewhat familiar with because I consume too much Japanese media growing up, but besides <laughs> the point, um, I, but I really want to visit the Studio Ghibli and Attack on Titan theme parks. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> you have to make these trips. Yeah. After COVID. Woo woo. Yeah. Let's not talk, we shouldn't mention, you know, timelines. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we leave the reality behind. <laughs> so do you have a favorite travel memory or experience? Mm, I don't have a particular memory. Um, but I do find trips where I had to travel alone, um, like my solo trip to New York or the times when I kind of wandered alone in Shanghai and London, um, the most memorable. I think it's just that mix of anxiety, but also the thrill of like figuring everything out by yourself, seeing where you can eat by yourself, um, mm. but also not wanting mm. to like a lost tourist because Mm-hmm. If you're by yourself in a new city, you know you don't want to, you don't want to look too confused when <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're by yourself, especially. So, just like yeah. all of that, kind of. I I also, I'm also the type of person who thinks a lot, so I'm like thinking so much when I'm figuring things out by myself when I'm traveling. Um, so in the moment it's stressful, but when I think back to those moments, I'm like, oh yeah, like I actually really enjoyed going through all of that and dealing with all of that um mm-hmm. yeah so like whenever I think about Shanghai or London I think I immediately think about the times I was alone versus like mm-hmm. the times I was like with my family or my friend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's nice well I think there's like something nice about being in a city alone where there's like the thrill of something completely new and being a stranger mm-hmm. to everyone uh and then, but also being able to like find comfort in different areas of a new place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, uh, I don't have a favorite as well, but I do have one very distinct memory of from the first time I travel overseas. So I went to the states with my family, and we went to Disney World in Florida. Mm. I was five, and I remember seeing white people for the first time (laughs) and felt kind of scared and then so we were like walking around in Disneyland and I was holding my mom's hand very tightly and then suddenly I turned around and I realized that person 
whose hand I was holding wasn't my mom. Oh, and it was like, it was a white person who I don't know. <laughs> so scary. Oh my God. I just remember like, oh, my stomach sinking and like, oh shit, where am I? <laughs> I actually don't remember much of what, what happened after, but um, I think how this happened was like, I was too distracted looking at other things and I didn't look, <laughs> I didn't look. I held some stranger's hand without looking and thinking it was my mom. Mm. Yeah, but I'm still here, so it's all <laughs> the stranger good. also held onto your hand without thinking. Yeah. Very tight. <laughs> oh, it's my daughter. It's fine. <laughs> mm. I'm sure it's memorable for them too. <laughs> I feel like this is a perfect segue into asking: Are there any other dramatic, disastrous, or funny stories? from your most recent memories? Um, I have one. So this was, I think it was more than five years ago because this was when I was in first year of university. Wow, it's been a while, but anyways. Wow. <laughs> yeah. um, so my family and like a family friend, they were planning to go to Hawaii for summer vacation. Um, and so they were in Korea and obviously because I was in Canada, I was gonna meet them there. They had arrived already, and I was supposed to arrive the next day. Um, but when I got to Salt Lake City for my transfer, um, we all boarded a plane. But the plane didn't move for a good 30 minutes or so. So like mm-hmm. people started like getting anxious and like asking the stewardess, like, what, what's up? Like, what's going on? Um, but then eventually the plane went up. But then... I think also after 30 minutes or so up in the air, um, an announcement came on that there was oh, fire no. in the bottom luggage area. Oh no, but because, that's scary. Yeah, but because luckily like we weren't up in the air for a long time. Um, so we were very close to the airport. The plane found a way to get down. Um, so we were all okay, but... Mm. Unfortunately, there was no other plane that was going to Hawaii that day. So we were basically stranded in the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to wait until I think 5 a.m. the next morning. Um, and we weren't allowed to get our checked in bags. So there was there was so many complaints, obviously, like people being like, oh, like it's my sister's wedding. Like I'm going to miss, miss it. Or like some couple was like, oh, like my wife's medication is in the check bag like I we need to get it now um so it was like mm. a mess basically in the airport um mm. but I was just like a first year unique young girl like so confused like what do I do I just want to be with my family um mm. but the airline arranged everyone to stay at a inn nearby the airport and gave us dinner vouchers at the restaurant oh. there Mm, um so I was just like okay like I don't know what's going on but obviously there's nothing I can do so I'll just follow directions um yeah yeah so it it was I was luckily it wasn't disastrous um Mm. but I just find like at that moment it was very stressful but once I got to the or the inn um and like got into my room I was just like wow this is kind of hilarious (laughs) Yeah, that, like all this happened just so I can go to Hawaii and my family's like having fun at the beach while I'm like 
Oh, there's a fire on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait till you hear the story I tell you. <laughs> yeah. I just have this like image of me just like eating alone at the restaurant. And then I also got a room with two queen size beds. Oh, wow. I'm like, wow, this is like, this is so weird. Like it was my first time that like something like this happened where I had to, where like a plane got delayed or whatever so I had to stay longer um so I think it was just like confused but also excitement um Mm -hmm. yeah so I would say it's more in my head as a more of a funny story yeah (laughs) than anything else yeah I always bring my toothbrush on my carry-on now because I've Mm -hmm. also had experiences where uh I like couldn't go on my connecting flight or something like that. And then, like, sometimes they'll provide you toothpaste, but it's not a guarantee there will be toothbrush. Yeah. So, yeah. Gotta be prepared. Yeah. yeah. For me, I remember one time when I was younger, it was, like, the first or second time I was traveling without my parents. And I'm, like, pretty – I was pretty good at sleeping on planes. So I was, like, very happily went onto the plane, and I was, like – I was going to Hong Kong, and then – I was like, I'm just going to hold my bladder for like the 15 hours. And I'm going to sleep no. like a nine hour sleep. Oh my God. And then That's I'm like, a really bad idea. It was like, nothing happened. I'm like, I'm very fine now. I'm <laughs> very fine. Anyways, I wouldn't recommend anyone to do that. You know, go to the bathroom. But yeah, everyone yelled at me afterwards. Like my sister was like, I mean, did this. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. It was not worth common Jerry situation. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So for me, um, when I was in high school, I went on a school trip to the UK, and um, we were staying at a hotel. And one morning, I decided to wake up early to take a walk around the neighborhood, like on my own. Mm. And um, as I was walking, someone like kind of called me or tapped on my shoulders or something like that and I turned around and I was like oh this stranger <laughs> flashing his dick at me oh my and God. Then I was like oh shit and then yeah I've never really experienced this before like so I ran away and then like I saw this other lady on the way back to the hotel and I was like this this person flashed at me and I'm like I don't know what to do and then she was like really kind and um so she like walked me back to the hotel and then she was saying you know not everyone here around here is like that (laughs) (laughs) she's like don't think poorly of our country (laughs) (laughs) so yeah nothing really happened but uh, unpleasant yeah. moment, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tarnished. It's traumatic for some people. It was, uh, it was a weird experience. And you're just trying to do a good thing. You're just trying to wake up early, go for a walk, see the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, after that I just like I just stayed with the group. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so do both of you enjoy solo traveling or traveling with a friend or a family? I don't think I've traveled enough alone to really compare the two, but I think I like a balance of having to see people and 
being alone like you know like when you talk about traveling with your friends you're like oh sometimes like we might need a day apart those sort of situations Um, but I also think if you travel with family and with friends like the obligation is different from like when you're traveling alone Um, so it's really a matter of what kind of soul searching you're looking for (laughs) yeah one way of traveling that I really enjoy is visiting friends in their um, cities like, I feel like it's always so nice to have a local tell you about the local place mm. yeah. yeah 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 I agree I think I get kind of stressed when traveling with family because my dad is always like anxious and want things to be done fast and efficient like go 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 and um, like always looking at work emails or answering work calls during like the vacation Mm-hmm. yeah so that's like uh, but also I, I haven't traveled with my family in a while so I also kind of miss that mm-hmm. yeah I've never fully traveled alone before but mm-hmm. there were times when I would yeah go to someone's city and yeah so parts of the trip uh, where I am alone uh, mm-hmm. I think those those bits of like solo travel experience I've had I did enjoy Mm -hmm. and yeah it's interesting to experience a new place alone I would like to try like a full solo trip sometime yeah me too Mm -hmm. I I also agree I think solo traveling is um really great I think I highly recommend to people um and I, but I think it really depends on if you're familiar with the city, if you can speak the language, um, and it's obviously really great if you know someone in the city as well. Um, but for me, just in general, I think I like traveling with someone. I think there's oh, just really? more. <laughs> I think there's just more. It's like less things you need to worry about because it's the responsibility is not just on you but you have someone else as well um but obviously that person and you like you both need to want the same things in this trip and like have the same traveling habits um not just with food like food is very important to me so i need someone who can be very adventurous with food and like wanting to eat local food as well um Mm -hmm. but also like someone who enjoys walking or like just taking mm, oh, yeah. the local bus or the subway. Um, I think there's a lot of people who are like, oh, we're in a new city and let's just take the taxi. And like, oh, but that's not the fun of the travel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's important to me too. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And obviously there's going to be times where we have to walk a lot as well. So I need someone who can endure that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even if like they can't, that they tell you that they need like a pit stop. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is which is fine. Yeah, so I think I like traveling people, but that person and I need to match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it's hard. I think it's hard to find, like, or know if the person you're traveling with will like match your traveling habits until you actually travel. With them. Yeah, and then so by the end of the trip, if you're still friends, then <laughs> you can travel again together. it's good to test the waters with like a local trip first before going international true true you don't want to you don't want to fight on a (laughs) 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 Mm -hmm. 
Uh, all this like talk about traveling is making me really want to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so then, do you guys have any pet peeves when traveling? I guess like when talking about matching people's pace, um, I <laughs> I'm gonna sound so selfish and ungrateful, but I don't like it when you're required to take too many photos of the other person for Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's selfish or ungrateful. Like, I, um, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, it's not my favorite activity to do when traveling, just because it, it is a bit time-consuming. Yeah. And then, um, and what it really comes down to is knowing what I get in return. <laughs> like i just need to know like how long it will take how many places and if i have a a reward at the end of it usually the reward is like oh we get to sit there for a bit you know it's not like you need to buy me anything i just need to like not have to take photos at every stop of our trip Mm. Yeah, yeah i totally agree with this i definitely cannot travel with anyone who does we just need a photo with every pretty thing. Yeah. And I'm like the official photographer. Yeah, it's maybe what I don't like is the pressure of having to take a good photo and like to know mm. your angles sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is definitely a pet peeve of mine as well. And like what I just mentioned in terms of food, I just I need mm. someone who won't complain that they cannot get the food that they're familiar with. Like for example, mm. um, like if you're traveling somewhere and they're like, oh, I really need Korean food today. I'm like, yeah, but it's only been like two days here in New York. <laughs> like <laughs> it'll be fine. Like we can get Korean food, but it's okay. <laughs> like you yeah. can get it when you're back mm. home in yeah, a day. You know? The local experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I think, for me that's very important yeah it's hard to travel with people who are a bit picky about their taste buds then Mm. then i i mean i for me at least i think the reason that is is because it doesn't feel as spontaneous anymore like you really Mm. do have to plan your meals a bit more Mm. um and it's not like oh that place looks cool we can go eat there you have to like do a bit more research and checking yeah yeah for me i think i'm not too picky about like food or photos i'm usually okay i have quite a high tolerance but (laughs) (laughs) what one huge pet peeve i have is when someone's socks smell bad on the plane Mm. if it's like next to me i'm like ah what am i gonna do for the rest of the flight Mm -mm -mm. Um, yeah so or if the person in front of me on the plane lowered their seat a lot, that's like really annoying. Oh, oh, yeah. The screen is like at your yeah. face, and when you eat, it's like ah, oh, there's You're no like space. three inches from the <laughs> screen. Yeah, I also don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> I also hate it when like the person next to you, their like pillow falls in your lap. Or, oh like, yeah, oh, yeah. Or they're like, like putting up the blanket, it like touches you. Oh yeah, yeah. and sometimes yeah. people like um fall asleep and then their head comes onto my shoulder I'm like oh, we're not that close <laughs> I just met you <laughs> yeah. yeah and I usually choose the aisle seat because 
I hate asking people to stand up for me to go go out like go to the bathroom and yeah and I think I do go to the bathroom more than the average person maybe <laughs> so that just made me remember that that time where I didn't pee for a full 15 hour flight I was sitting at the window <laughs> so maybe that was part of it maybe Uh, (laughs) then what do you guys do to like what is your essential or like hack to making traveling uh more fun or like the airplane experience easier um airplane well planning this podcast I didn't even think about the airplane part um but now that Jing you mentioned about like all this stuff I'm like ah Like, is there even a way to make a plane experience better? (laughs) (laughs) I think um, just in general, when I'm traveling, it's very important for me to um, be very prepared with transportation. Um, Mm. Not not the plane, (laughs) but just like transportation within the country, the city. just like there's other forms of traveling besides airplane (laughs) that's true that's true (laughs) um yeah just like being aware of like how to get to places like am I gonna find a way to get from the airport to my accommodation um yeah that's can I use my phone like do I have data do I have wi-fi can I use google maps which was like I remember when I was in Shanghai and I was there was one day when I was alone I was like oh shit I I can't do anything because I can't use Google Maps or read Chinese <laughs> mm. um, yeah so I think just like being prepared with these things is very important for me um, and then once like I'm aware and like know the basic routes and like how much things are then I think I can relax more um and actually mm. enjoy the trip mm. yeah yeah i think i agree with that but the 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 transportation that i care the most about is how do i go from um like vehicle to mm. the home for the for the, like the airbnb or whatever yeah. like that route i have to know and then after that i'm a little bit more like oh you know just like whatever and walk over <laughs> or whatever um yeah, that and then knowing the important numbers and addresses, not not like not needing to go find it on your email or like having no. it start already, those sort of things on hand so that if you need to give it to someone or like if you send it to your friend before you leave, like all that information is already ready and available. Mm-hmm. Earlier this year, I flew from Malaysia to Toronto, mm. transiting from Korea. And it was like a COVID flight, so that mm. was like extra stressful. And then so so it's like quite a different experience from pre-COVID travel. And then my pro tip is that um, I had a fanny pack where mm. um, it's like on me at all times. And I put my passport, mm. COVID test, extra mask, hand sanitizer, et cetera, et cetera, mm. and my phone like all in that small pack. So like, it's easy. It's always with me. I know I have all my essential things. Mm. I guess that's helpful for normal travel as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. I do that too. And then if it's like in a small pouch or, or like a fanny pack, you can just put it in whatever bag you're using yeah. when you're traveling. Yeah, so it's yeah. good. So now we're coming to an end um, for today's trip. Um, we today's talked dream. about <laughs> we talked about our dreams, we how we how we want to travel, um, our favorite city, funny mm-hmm. stories. Now we're back to reality. <laughs> not too bad. Not too bad. Okay. But all right. We'll be fine. <laughs> we're doing okay. Okay. The landing was smooth. Everyone's going to be safe. The seatbelt sign is still on, so guys, chill. <laughs> Yeah, so to end up our conversation, what are you guys going to do today after this? Um, so I actually re- moved into a new place recently. Um, so I've still got a lot of bags and boxes to open and organize. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm going to be doing this weekend. Fun. So fun. <laughs> Marie Kondo. Tidying oh, with Marie. Yeah. I need I need Marie Kondo. When I was packing, I was like, why do I have so much stuff? But then I look at the stuff and I'm like, oh, but I need this stuff. Yeah. You must let go with gratitude. Yeah. Does it spark joy? What if it sparks joy, but you don't wear it anymore, but it still sparks joy? <laughs> You need to go deeper into your heart. (laughs) For me, I think I'm just going to get ready for bed because it's been a long week for me. Mm -hmm. Too much human interaction for one week. For me, I'm going to pull out the night owl and watch the last episode of Hospital Playlist. I have to watch that too. Yeah. I think I'm going to be a bit sad afterwards. Oh, yeah. I'm saving it for the weekend. When's the next oh. season coming? I don't no, know if there is one. There's no next yeah. season? <gasps> oh no, what am I going to do? <laughs> rewatch it. <laughs> okay. So... I will sit with my feelings on <laughs> the lack of hospital playlists every week. This is like it was like was depressing when we finished talking about our <laughs> vacation once, and now it's just like, all right, well, that's all the time we have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's end this episode on a positive note. Okay, the business class is all off the plane now. Now we can't get off. <laughs> you didn't think we would travel in business class. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> it's out of my budget. Sorry, guys. We need to be on the safe wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> We're not traveling. I'm not sure we are compatible. <laughs> oh, no, don't leave me. <laughs> I'll let you have the aisle seat. <laughs> I got my license. I can drive you guys. <laughs> okay. That's the end of our episode six. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You can subscribe for more at wherever you listen to the podcast. 
and thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.